Welcome back from the desk of Lo. I have with me on the phone right now. Um, I actually did my research about him when I interviewed B.A. Bad, so shout out to B.A. Bad. Um, we're going to do things a little bit different for this episode. Um, we're going to get into the whole backstory of um, Corey Enigma I got on the phone. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? How you doing, sir? Good, man. Man, I appreciate you reaching out over Instagram. Man, I appreciate you reaching out. I appreciate you having me on the show, bro. Man, so um, let's get right into it, sir. Um, you are formerly known as Killer Tracks, right? Yeah. All right. So let's um, when you first let's say your Killer Tracks story, what made you want to get into music? Well, um, actually, my mom and my father. So my, my father is a DJ, you know what I mean? When I was like, what, like, when I was six, when he used to watch me while my mom was at work type shit, I used to, like, mess with his equipment and shit. So that's where I all started. And to be completely honest, I probably wrote my first rap around that time, too. So, um, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this song. DMX, Get At Me, Dog. Oh, I know yes. you heard that. One of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first. My dad actually had the single, which had the instrumental, you know what I mean? And I used to watch him and my uncles and shit write um, raps. So I was like, I could do this too. <laughs> so I grabbed the pad and started writing. So that's basically how I first started rapping. For real, for real. So this was 98, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, like around that time, yup. So, like, um, I, I know I'm not supposed to ask people's age and all. I'm just not too sure if you're older than me or younger than me because I'm born in 98. Oh, no, I'm 28. I'll put that out there. I'm 28 years old. Okay, so you're one year older than me. Yeah. Okay, so around like '98 when you first started, so that's around the same time where I got into rap. Um, what 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 did you listen to when you were coming up during that era? Same shit. Like like to be completely honest, I was a big Rough Rider. Head. Like you couldn't tell me I wasn't a Rough Rider. Like that's all I wanted to listen to. Like during the Rough Rider Rockefeller era, like I felt like I was like like damn near like how can I say this? I felt like. I was trading sides if I was a listener, Rockefeller. Like, I really thought I was a rough writer. You know what I mean? And that's all I really, really, really grew up on. Like, basically, that's what I really liked to listen to was rough writers. You know what I mean? And put you in that mentality, too. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you're from Buffalo, so I got my uh, facts right, sir? Yes, yes. Buffalo. Yep. Riverside, to be exact. Okay. i never been to the United States, though, but um, I've always heard stories about, like, the States and especially Buffalo to be... And I, I, do they really call it Rough Buff? Oh, yeah. Let me let me, let me me be the first to tell you this, because I don't know if anybody else from Buffalo will tell you this. I'm going to be the first. I live in a... This is a fucked up city. Like, very, very fucked up. It's very rough. Like, you know what I mean? So, if you're from here, you probably wouldn't look at it as that bad until you go somewhere else. See, I've been other places. I've been to Toronto. I've been a lot of places. Not a lot, like, across seas and shit like that. But I've been to a fair amount of places. This is a fucked up city. Very fucked up. Yeah, because I seen when, um, I forget that guy's name. I don't even want to mention that guy. When he's, uh, bad mouth and, um, West Side Gun. And I seen that he mentioned you. He's saying he, he was saying that, you know, your, your city's fucked up. And it's like, um, why would you say that about somebody's city? Like, I don't know if that guy's from your city or not. It's the guy who... But produced- you know it's crazy. Oh no! Go talk, I'm gonna say his name. I'm gonna say his name. You know why I say his name? Um, Agala, Agala. Yeah. Um, he, um, he, 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 uh, got a little disrespectful coming out my city or whatever. But it's like, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta understand that that's the truth. It's a fucked up city. He said it's. A, I don't know about everybody doing crack. There's crackheads everywhere. I don't know what the fuck he talking about. But yeah. like, it, he's not lying. He, he's not lying. This is a fucked up city. But this, 
this this city is what helped mold some of the artists and what they are today. You know what I'm saying? So, because you guys were on a lot of people early, and like we'll get into all that after. But um, so like okay. when you say like. Like, when did you start seeing, like, was Buffalo always that rough? Or did it just get rough when it, as time, like, moved on? No, um, to me personally, from my perspective, it wasn't rough. Because I grew up as a kid. When you're a kid, you don't, you know what I mean? A lot of shit isn't really your reality. You know what I'm saying? But as I got older, I started to realize, like, this city is fucked. And, and yeah, I will tell you, yeah, it's been like that. It's been like that. Because you got to ask people... Before me, my generations before us, like this city been fucked up. But you know what? We some people just make their bed and lay in it and, and lay up in fire and, and and deal with this shit. You know what I'm saying? And make the best out of it. Oh well, yeah, because then then like, is that why you started music for Way Out, or you just wanted to do music because like how you said your family? I mean, I nah, I I I uh I I started doing music seriously because I saw it as a way out, but. I do it because I love it. Like, I'm going to do this shit as far as production because I, I, I honestly don't even like rapping. Uh, we can get in that later. But oh, yeah. as far as we'll production, I'm going to do this. Yeah. yeah, as far as production, um, yeah, I'm going to do this forever. I love this shit. I love it. Like, I don't, yeah, sometimes, man, I, I, I didn't, some relationships then went bad due to me loving music more than a lot of other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But sometimes yeah. you got to like, put your dream first instead of other people, though. Yeah, man. So I understand that. No. So, so with your producing and stuff like that, like, did you get? Did you start out with the zombies you first, or did you kind of just you know do your own thing when you first started out? Um, it's crazy because as soon as I started, I damn near started with the zombies because um, I made. I'm the founder of the zombies for people that don't know. You know, yeah, yeah. Put that out there. Founder yeah, of the zombies but, and zombie university yeah. formerly now know so the people get it right. Yeah. All right. So. I had met my, um, this is one blog site, I'm gonna give him a shout out to, um, actually it's a forum, I don't know if you're too familiar with it, it's called Boxden? No. Okay, well it's a, it's a great forum, um, uh, my uncle put me on to that site, cause, you know, I can say this, cause we don't do this no more, he used to burn CDs, remember when people used to burn CDs heavy and sell them and shit? Yes. Yeah, that's where he used to go to get the music, so I used to be like, alright, I'm gonna go here, blah blah blah, see, but I seen it, they had a forum for producers. And I had just started making beats like around 14, 15. So I get on there or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm throwing my music around. I'm throwing my sound click because that's what people used to be heavy on sound click. I remember I SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You know what I mean? So I'm on there just talking. I said, like, yeah, I'm the youngest producer and this and that. Nobody fuck with me being real cocky. And this one dude named, um, his name was, I forgot what his name This is obviously my man, but I forgot what his name was on, on boxing. But my man YH was like, man, I'm, the youngest, hottest producer on here. Blah, blah, blah. It's you talking crazy. I'm like, man, how old is you? He's like, man, I'm 14, about to be 15. So he talking to me. He thinking I'm like a 38-year-old dude or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm the same age. I'm like, I'm the same age, bro. So, you know what I mean? We linked up on AIM. You know, throwback shit. Another throwback. AIM. Nobody uses AIM no more. Um, we linked up on AIM, and we just started building from there. It was like, yo, uh, shit. Let's make beats together. You what you use? He told me you use FL Studio. I'm like, I use that too. You know what I mean? So we just started building up from there. Then eventually we needed a name for ourselves and I don't know why, but it just came to my head and I was like, the zombies. And I'm like, yeah, but we gotta spell it different because I don't like the way it's spelled. So I just spelled it a little different, you know. So yeah, because you guys spelled it with two E's and a Z at the end. Yeah. 
So when you guys were first coming up, like who was all in the original the zombies? Like when y'all first okay, okay. Um, because as far as like, because right now um I got a list of names and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, DJ Space City. Mm, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me just let me just let me just break this down to you so you can understand. Okay. All right. So it started off, which is it started off with me and him. But he had his older mentor, my man, my bro, one too. Which is he like? He only a couple of years older than us. He's not that. You know what I'm saying? He's not that old. But um, he was making beats with him or whatever. So uh, he introduced me to him over there and that or whatever. I'm like, oh shit! Oh, his beats fire too. So you know what I'm saying? So it was just started off with us three. It was us three as zombies. Nobody else, no zombie gang. It was just us. You know what I mean? So it started off at us three. Then we eventually added on other people. Oh, sorry, you cut out for a second. You hear, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good now. Sorry, say that again. I said um, it started off with just us three, um, because he um he 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 um was making music with this uh, dude named One Two, my bro One Two, and um, shit, he was like, yo, he he make beats too. He taught me how to do blah 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 blah. So I'm like, fuck it. So it started off with just us three, and then that's where it then eventually we started adding more people. So, like, too, like, what year was this around when y'all first formed? Uh, i say about, how two, I'll say about 2004 or five. Oh, yeah, because, like, when I was doing my research on you guys, like, you guys were big on MySpace. Like, you guys were big on a lot of things early. Yeah, man, like, that's, we, we had to jump straight to it. That's the only way to get that shit out there, you know what I mean? And you guys, like, literally, like, flooded the market, like, during, like, you know, that whole mixtape era, too. And, like, that's, the, and that was a good time to come up during that mixtape era. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to my man, YH, because he was rocking with Dipset, because he was doing a production for Cam and all that. I really, we can, I mean, I know we was going to get into that later, but we can get into that now, since we already talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we can get like, into that um, now, because he produced Let's Talk About It, one of my favorite records. Oh, no, actually, that's A-Rap. Who pro- he produced Chitin Chitin. Yeah, he produced a change. He produced a couple of drinks for Cam. I produced a drink for Cam too. But I really uh I don't think they promoted it like that. It's kinda hot. But the thing is I made the beat I produced for Cam I made when I was seventeen years old. They didn't rap on it until I was twenty four. What beat was that? Because like yeah, when man. I was coming up, like because we the same age, man, I was all in that dip set, like the mixtapes and all the it um, trash. It's called After the Paper. It's with Vado. Uh was this like during the, when he first released like gun like around the guns and butter around that era? Yeah, I think it's around that era, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's good. But yeah, you're saying that um, your man YH was uh, producing for Dipset. Yeah, that was like, that was part of his wave. He looked up to them. You know what I mean? I was more of a like, he looked up to beat makers. That's who we inspired him to make beats. I was more of a Swiss beats type guy. You know what I mean? And I I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciated what he did, you know what I'm saying, what he was doing, but that just wasn't my, I wasn't too heavy on the dip set. To be honest, I just wasn't too heavy rocking with dip set. I just didn't understand. I didn't want to ride that wave because we had a wave to build up on our own, you know, you know what I'm saying? You guys had an own, you guys had your own signature sound. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? If anything, we were helping them. I mean, financially, of course, they were in a better position than us, but as far as like sound-wise, bringing a new song, we was helping them. 
Yeah, because you guys, yo, because with that zombie sound, you guys changed that whole game and like those screams and stuff when BA, because like I knew of A-Rab music, I just, you know, I never knew of his beginnings and then once I interviewed BA Bad, you know, it all started to come together and then when I started researching you, I'm like, damn, you know, these guys like, they formed a whole sound that's like still being played to today and then yet like, you guys are still pushing out music. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, that's my bro, bro. But he just he does, he does what he want to do. You know, he's doing what he want to do. Yeah, you know I'm saying he's on his own type of time. He does what he want to do. I'm, we're grown men, so you know what I mean. But we're not about to sit here and just try to get a hair at co-signing, like and hope for. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, like, nah. Because but that's he, still my man. And like, so did you guys bring him into zombie uh, the zombies, or did he? Yes, kind of- I just. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. So, this is your interview? Nah. Hey, I did specifically. I brought him in specifically because I figure I'm like, because to be completely honest, um, I was hearing his beats, and he already was like trying to, it, it, he sounded like us. So, I'm like, oh, this, this dude fire, you know what I'm saying? Me being the guy I am, I shop it up with him. I'm like, you know what I mean? You might as well join the team. We all fire. We all young. We all fire. We could fuck up the game, you know what I mean? And that's how he became a zombie. Or whatever. <clears throat> That's exactly how that happened. So, um, with Zombie Game TV too, like, how did that come about? Because, like, that was early when YouTube first started getting popping. Yeah, man. Um, to be completely honest, man, um, I'll have to tell you from day one type shit. Like, I used to go to the city. It's, um, it's next to us in Buffalo. It's, like, what, 20 minutes away called Niagara Falls? I know you heard Niagara Falls. You would yeah. say. Yeah, I used to go out there a lot for whatever reasons when I... I was younger with my peoples or whatever, and we used to turn up. And I used to always have a camera. They'd be like, Corey, hold the camera, hold the camera. You know what I'm saying? And this is back when cameras had tapes in it. You had to get the footage off of it with tapes. You know what I'm saying? I remember those. Yeah, so I, I, that's when I really got my first start off with the camera. And then eventually, I realized, like, people want a lot of money for visuals. So I was like, wait, hold on, I could learn this. So that's when I started dabbling around. With the, the visuals, I was about 16, 17 when I first started that. Mm-hmm. So with round two, like um, with your production era too, because you said Silent Hill really influenced your sound. I was wondering if you can get into that. Like, what really helped your sound like morph into what it is now? Um, to this day, like I like to be honest, um, like I told you, yeah, Silent Hill, man, like. Most people might look at that game as like, it's just a dude running around in the fog, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This game is dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I was a kid, when I was around, what, I forgot when that game came out, what year? Probably was it 1999? I don't know. But I was like nine years old. And my uncle, who I used to stay with at the time, he had every game that came up on PlayStation. Tekken, Resident Evil, Dino Crisis, all that shit. But that one game, when I used to watch him play that, like, it fucked with me. Like, because, like, I'm not going to get into to the story if anybody wants to know about the Silent story go do your research please because it's, it's worth doing it but like classic game it, it, yeah classic game the storyline is it kind of fucked me up and then I, I understood it being so young like this is not your average game though like it's not like a Resident Evil jump scare you know a zombie coming around the corner and popping out at you and you jump it's a jump nah it's not like that like this game fucks with you psychologically like you know what I'm saying it does. You said, especially with the second one too, with those voices and everything you think you hear and you don't. Yeah, 
Yeah, like and and and, and the, I don't know, like it it, 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 I used to go to school and that game should be in the back of my mind. I used to have nightmares about the game all the type of shit to the point where I was just like, man, I ain't fucking with that game. I don't want to see my uncle play that game. <laughs> and, <laughs> for real. Then eventually, like as I got like a little older, I was just like, man, let me. I mean, let me see what this is about. Let me try to understand this story more since I'm a little older. You know what I'm saying? So I already understood the story, but as like as I got older and I went back and started like looking at this shit, it was like, damn, like this this story is crazy. And I understood it very well at a young age. You know what I'm saying? So like I ain't gonna I, I can't hold anybody. Like that game really played a big part on my song. You know what I mean? Like what do you think about the soundtrack to that too? Uh, the Silent Hill soundtrack, I really, you know, of course, I'm a producer. I'm going to try to sample as much Silent Hill as I can. Yeah. But it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, I didn't really rock with it so much, but I liked it a little bit. It was different. So, like, um, did you like? Did you ever, like, take a liking to any video game soundtracks, like, during that era when you, like, first started watching your uncle play Silent Hill? Um, You said, did I, like, did I take a liking to any soundtrack, any game soundtrack? Yeah. Um, like you hear like a like a certain theme in the game. It's like yo, that's actually catchy right there. Um, nah, not really, because my mind was on different things when I was <laughs> when I was watching that shit. So nah. Well, at least you're honest on that too. That's what we do on the show. We keep it. Yeah, I'm. That's. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it under with you, man. This is history. I gotta keep it under with you. Exactly, too, because, like I said, when I did the history, uh, research on you, I was like, damn, like, you guys, like, that sound that, that you guys have, like, right now with your Uno track and your Blood Angel and your Alice in the Road, like, that's the sound that I've been trying to find to listen to forever, and I'm like, all right, these guys, these guys are at right here. Yeah, man. Hey, look, look, to be completely honest, like, I feel like, not to just big us up, I feel like don't nobody can't. I mean, people try to mimic our sound, and they might get close to it, but it's like it keeps evolving. Like, and that's one thing I know. I know that is. I, I feel like I'm a good. I'm a good producer. That's how I feel. But I feel like there's always room to be better, and I feel like that's why I always get better. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people is content where they are. They feel like they are that nigga. They feel like they're the. You know what I'm saying? The best out when in, in, in actual world, there's always room to grow. Always. Yeah, you know because like, nobody wants, because if you stay the same forever, how are you going to evolve with your life if you're just stay, doing the same shit forever? Exactly. So, like, too, um, because I noticed your name was Killer Tracks, too. What inspired, like, your name change? Um, Killer Tracks was, like, a name I made up when uh, we made the zombies, because my name, Corey, you know what I'm saying? The way it, it it just, it doesn't sound like a producer. Hey, uh, I got this produced by Corey. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how I was thinking back in the day. Yeah. Type shit. Like, so, so I'm like, man, Killer Tracks. I like that name. I like Killer Tracks. I don't even remember where the name came from. But I was I like that name. And then it stuck with me ever since. And then every, people still call me Tracks, but I go by Corey and Nick. You know what I'm saying? So, with Exotica, was that your first instrumental mixtape? Yes, it was. Very first. What year was that around? 2011? Yeah, around yep, around that time. So, like, too, because you can see how much your sound evolved from... Because ex- we'll get into your Exotica series right now. Um, I've been bumping that Dreamcast okay. one, like, five, like on, on, like, on replay. That's what's up, man. 
You know, you know your intro on that, right? When you're playing through all those different TV uh, sounds. Yeah. What inspired that? Because like I hear like Arthur, Pokemon shit that I used to watch like growing up. So I'm like, that's what made me like like it. I'm like, all right, this is it. Yeah. Um. Basically, yeah. The shit that I, that was on TV and um, shit that I used to just grow up watching. That's what I use. You know what I'm saying? But see, okay, let me clear this up. Another thing people don't understand about me is like as dark as my sound could be. It's like my sound could be just as light. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a movie. Like I can produce. I can produce shit that's like, I can produce R&B shit, all that, but of course, people going to try to pinpoint me and keep me, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he only produces dark music. No, I produce all types of music. Now, I think you probably understand that now, since you did your research. I hope you do. Oh, yeah, don't trust me, I because I, I can tell the difference between your, like, Exotica 3 mixtapes and a 3.5, like, like, you have songs like Atomic Rush, Tree Coder, Revenge, like, Old Dog, but then you also got, like, songs like Blowing Up My Phone. Yeah, yeah, which is, let me add that on, that's, um, <laughs> songs, music like that is inspired by my mother, like, my dad is a real hip-hop head, he's, like, of course, he liked DMX, my mom. It's a real party hip hop head. Like she loves party record. Like she, she's a party head. Like she, how can I put this? The best way to just say this is just like I get my musical more of my musical influence come from my mom. Even though I have this little dark sound shit going with me, but a lot of my musical influence come from my mother. Which is, and I was just to throw this out there, I was named after my mother. Okay, and you actually spelled Corey like the way it's spelled out, right? Yeah, listen, hers is spelled C-O-R-I-E, mine's is spelled K-H-O-R-Y, and my daughter, I named my daughter after me, her name is K-H-O-R-I, so it's three quarters. Well, at least you're keeping the family tradition alive. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit just confusing as hell when we all in the same room, yeah. somebody call our name. <laughs> so, like, are you very family-oriented? Family What'd you say? Are you very family-oriented? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have a perfect relationship with everybody in my family, but, yeah, I'm, like, the the, the person that keeps my family together. You know what I'm saying? The most level-headed one. So, like, too, with, like, um, when you started, like, getting, like, recognized, too, because um, you guys were... Um, B.A. Bad sent me an article. Um, uh, it was The Zombies. I forget what uh, magazine that was in. Do you remember what article that was? Yes, I do. The name of the magazine was Scratch Magazine. Oh, and it one was of my like, favorite. Uh, that shit was the mixtape magazine. Yeah, no, no, it was actually, it was, I mean, it was a mixtape magazine, but it actually was like a magazine that catered to producers. But it was Double XL. Oh, yeah, it was like a spinoff series of that, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, so, like, too, like, um, when you guys were coming up, like, during that era with the Scratch uh, mixtape, uh, sorry, with the Scratch magazine eras, and, like, you're starting to, like, make music with, like, uh, Dipset. When you guys released like your mixtapes, like back, uh, back from vacation, or like uh, the Zombies Presents Left for Dead, like how did you guys like, or 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 even the Condemn tape, like how did you guys approach releasing those mixtapes? Uh, we was just going dumb. Like we, everybody that was on the team, was just recording music, and then we'll just come up with like uh uh, uh we'll probably say forty songs from all of us. We'll just narrow them down to about. 18 or whatever how much we had on there and then we'll just go from there and make another one because that mixtape it was like compilation even though it was like everybody from that fuck with the team but it was just like people from pittsburgh people from ohio shit we even had people from atlanta on there you know what i'm saying 
which is like if you if you if you really look back, think about how the Rough Rider compilations were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the Ride or Die. Like uh, the second one's my favorite. Two Tears in a Bucket, my yep. favorite joint on that shit. <laughs> yeah. So like too when so now that I now that you say that I kind of see the vision that you guys had because like my favorite mixtape by you guys is that Left for Dead uh, mixtape. Yeah, I love that mixtape too. So like, I love that mixtape. Now I can see like why like how you guys like because I just wanted to know and I'm pretty sure like the um the world needs to know this story too like how, on how you guys produce like these actual like records and stuff like that like did you guys have a studio or was this everything out of like a, out of a basement or something like that? Um, it started off out of like me just doing it in my room and then we eventually got a studio. You know what I'm saying? And um. Uh, as far as the, uh, my man White, they they always had their little studio, their in-house studio in their house. So they was doing their thing over there. We was doing our thing over there. We went out there to go visit them, do music with them. They came out here to come rock with us, and do music with us. That's how that went. So like too, like we'll get into all the members right now too. Um, like so, how did you meet like Prophet? Oh, Prophet. Um, I actually met Prophet in my hood, uh, Schaefer Village, located in Riverside, Buffalo, New York. He um he was introduced to me by one of my uh one of my homies named Victor, you know what I'm saying? And um he uh maybe I hope you could get an uh, interview with him and he could break this down more too because he he knows a little more than I do because I just met him. But um he actually they brought him to my door like he, and I, my screen door and um right you just stay you can't really see in it but I can see out you know what I'm saying? So he can't even see who he's rapping for really but he knows me so I'm looking out the door and he's just going crazy like he's going dumb like i'm like this nigga is crazy so i'm like i know it like when i when i see these people have something in them i try to work with them you know what i'm saying so i'm like yeah he has it and he still has it profit is an animal i noticed like when he like when you guys like used to play him too like i was like oh shit now now i can see why this guy got bars for days yeah. So too, like, um, we're getting yeah, to man. like uh, one. Uh, sorry if I'm saying these names wrong. Too, um, is it pronounced one two? Yeah, one two. So how did one two come into the group? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I fucked up because I said this earlier, but uh, he was basically introduced to me through YH. It was like because he was like YH, not older mentor because he's not that older than YH. So. I would say he was introduced to him as his big bro. You know what I'm saying? My big bro make beats too. So I was just like, let me hear something. He let me hear something. I'm like, wow, this dude is this dude crazy. That's how I was introduced to him. And you guys were all like producers too, right? Yep. As well as rappers. Yeah, but I shied away from rap. I didn't like rapping, so I was just like, I'm the producer. I rap when I want to. Don't call me a rapper, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, because because I can see like you produce like a majority of these tracks on here. Like, um, and then like, uh, is is Yun is um Y H is it pronounced Yun Hot? Yeah, yeah. It was Young Hot, and and he eventually changed it and shortened it to Y H. Okay, and how did you meet Y H? Y H. I met him on. Um, on Boxed In, uh, forum site. I, I think I fucked up the interview because I basically he told you what you were supposed to ask in the middle of it, and I told you in the beginning. But I'm going to say it in again anyway. Um, I met him on that forum site, Boxed In or whatever, and he was talking crazy. Like, he was the youngest, hottest producer. I was talking crazy. Like, I was the youngest, hottest producer, and he sent me some shit on AIM when we linked, and I sent him some shit, and we respected each other's craft and been working with each other ever since. 
Okay. And uh, no, don't worry, you didn't fuck up the interview because uh, during that segment, I was asking, like, you know, like about the MySpace era and stuff like that and, like, who, okay. was, and who was in the zombies in the beginning. But, like, now we're yeah. actually getting into, like, each individual member. Okay. So, like, to, um, and then Us Music, if I'm saying that right. Us Music. So, how'd, yeah, um, how'd you guys meet Us Music? Um, Us Music, okay. First of all, um, OZ, the, um, the, the, the tall, oh, they broke tall, shit. The OZ, the, the dark skinned one, um, he, he's been around, and I, I can honestly say, He's been around me for a long time, but I just never wasn't like we wasn't in the same age range. So he hung around my cousins and my uncles and stuff like that. But he always been around. And um, he was doing work with um Vinny Idol. Vinny Idol, I don't know if you're too familiar with Vinny Idol. He produced for D Block and Styles and shit like that. The name um, sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, he did. He, I guarantee you heard a lot of his tracks. You probably just don't like not too familiar with him. But he was like, yo, tell he told my uh, older cousin was like. Um, yo, um, little cousin make beats, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, I'm recording in Vinny Idol's studio. Tell him to send me some beats or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And that's how we started rocking. So I didn't even know he did music. I used to just see him playing basketball or whatever. Because yeah. he went to college. Yeah, he went to college in, in New York City or whatever. And, um, that's how I started rocking with him. But when he went to college in New York City, that's how he met Greg. And that's how they formed Us Music. I don't, I really, I'm not too familiar. I'm not too sure on how they met. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you get an interview with them too. I set that up too. But um, they um, that's how they met. And um, yeah. Oh, so and us. He brought Gray on. So us music is a but, duo. Yeah, us music is a duo. It's two of them. It's a uh, Gray and it's uh Oz. Oh, okay, okay. See me, cause like it's hard to tell you guys apart, right? Because I'm just getting into everybody, and that's why, like, I wanted you to break it all down for me. So when I go back and listen to this, I'm like, all right, and I can tell these guys apart. Yeah, I got you. So, like, two um, um, Sparks, or um, is it Jan Sparks, or my was it brother. Sparks? Yeah, Sparks, that's my brother and shit. I, I, that's, I chill with him to this day, almost every day. I see. When I'm done with this interview, I'll probably end up seeing this dude. Like, yeah, Sparks, I've been, ever since I lived in um, Riverside, I mean, well, he, he moved to Riverside when he was about, I don't know, I'm not sure, probably 13, I'll have to ask him. My bad, Sparks. I don't know, bro. Um, <laughs> shit, but yeah. It's love. When um, he was introduced to me from my man, um, a, a, one of my closest friends, uh, his name is Third. And um, Third was like, yo, uh, this dude, uh, dude in the South Lane, because that's how we separate. We didn't have streets in our projects. Like, it was separated by lanes. You know, I don't know if you understand that, but it was separated by lanes. But uh, he's like, dude, South Lane, rap, you fire. And we uh, used to always go to this boys and girls club. So he came down there. Um, we had instrumentals going or something like that, and he just started rapping. I'm like, this nigga hot. And that's that's when I started fucking with him. So like, um, and then too, um, if I'm forgetting anybody, I'm sorry about that. Um, and uh, B A Bad, how did y'all meet? Because I noticed like, um, his name used to be called B A, aka Bad Boy. Yeah, he um he switched that for um you know copyright reasons because you can't be bad boy because you know bad boy records or whatever yeah he um i'm at ba in high school i remember um and, uh, we had uh same was it spanish class yeah it was a spanish class or was it math i don't remember i think it was spanish but he was in a cut and um i, I wrote raps but i didn't never like come out but i rap to everybody yeah you kept point, it secret you know but 
yeah, I kept it a secret. But listen, he was in the cut, and I think it was study hall. Yeah, it was study hall. And he's in the back row of the uh, the class, and I'm looking back, and I see he going through um, his raps or whatever. I knew there were raps because my nosy ass was looking, and I look back, and I can see the little um, how you count your bars. You know how I don't know if you know this, but when you write the little slashes, that's when a bar end. So I, that's how I knew he was writing raps. And like one time, I'm like, "Yo, you rap, bro." He like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I rap. You know what I'm saying? Being all shy about it and stuff. I'm like, yo, let me hear something. He like, nah, nah. I, I, uh, basically, he just wasn't trying to let me hear nothing. And then, like, the third time I asked him, was it probably like a month later after that, he just finally, eventually just let me hear something. I'm like, yo, bro, uh, you, yeah, you fire, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I make beats type of shit. I rap too, but I make beats. You know what I'm saying? He had just moved from Syracuse to Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? He lived down the street. He didn't stay in my projects, but he stayed in Riverside, down the street. So I just basically was like, yeah, this is the new, this is who we fucking with. And I introduced him to everybody. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he started going on, going on little adventures with us and all that, doing music, all that. That's how I met him. That's crazy how hip-hop can bring, like, something like something little like that can, like, build, like, something like what you guys built. Yeah, I know, right? Shit, crazy. So, and then uh, A-Rap music. How'd you guys meet A-Rap music? Um, how did, I, how did I meet A-Rap music? How did I meet? Um, basically, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get, like, how did I really, really, really meet him? Because YH knew of him before I did. But when, uh, I think I hit him up on AIM, too. On, on, on AIM, it was like, basically, it was like, uh, you might as well. Oh, no, you, you asked me how I met him. I, yeah. I really don't even remember how I met him. I really don't even remember how I met him, but I know how I contacted him. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember how I, like, know how I found out about him, but I contacted him through AIM. I don't even know how I got his AIM. I don't even, I don't even remember, <laughs> to be honest. It was so long ago. But, yeah, that's how I, I ended up meeting him. Through, basically through YH. Okay. So, like, so it's like one person introduces another person to another, and you all build from that. Yep. So, so like uh and who else was in the group if I was missing anyone too? Um, my man uh Mills, Cincinnati. He's from Cincinnati. Um Y H met him too. He um he co signed him, was like, yo, he got a southern sound, you know what I'm saying? That's what we missing. We we make southern type beats, but he really, really, really makes southern beats. So I was like, Alright, we hear him out. You know what I'm saying? I didn't actually make the decision fast as hell, like, Oh yeah, we're gonna rock with him. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, he's no longer with us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so like, uh, <laughs> for, whatever, for, for certain reasons that I won't speak about, you know what I mean? All right, no, it's all good. It's all good. Everyone everyone has their <laughs> own individual life, so that's good. Yeah. So, like, too, um, we're still getting into, like, because you said you always wanted to, like, around, like, so, like, is the zombies, like, would you say, like, the name change changed around that era, around when, like, Around like when people started going their own ways, because I noticed that you guys went from the zombies to zombie university. This is this is what happened. Um, when I realized, I'm like, okay, people are getting confused because you got the zombies, which are the producers, and then you got people that rap like the zombies. Yeah, we rap the zombies. It's like people like you make beats too. Like, nah, I don't make beats. Corey only make beats. Like. But you a zombie, so I had to, like, all right, how can I separate the zombies from, you know what I'm saying, everybody else was with us. So that's when, you know what I'm saying, name Zombie University came about. So everybody can, like, okay, I'm zombie, I'm zombie university, but I'm not part of the zombies' actual production group, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So like two. So like, that's how it basically came. And oh, so like that because that production group too. Um, do you think like because this is what this is my theory about it too? Um, you know how you guys had like that whole little collective uh, the zombies with when you guys were all doing that produ- production group as you were saying. You know, I think mm-hmm. Arab took some of those things that he learned with you guys and took it and when he was doing that unreleased Slaughterhouse album, Glasshouse, because I heard that they had a um, a super group of producers, A-Rab, Just Blaze, Ill Mind, and a few other ones, and I keep on forgetting. And it's funny how you said that, because I'm thinking, like, I wonder if he used that mentality that he learned from you guys. Oh, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to be a dick, but, like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, of course. Like, he definitely, he definitely did. You want to hear another thing? So we got our own sound kick. Um, you probably hear it. I, besides the scream, it's a lot of sounds that we use. Other shit, you know what I'm saying? And he, we, I, I gave it to him to be completely honest. And um, about three months later, after that, his computer got hacked. So everybody had access to the zombie sound kit now. You know what I'm saying? I started hearing all types of other producers using our sounds. It's still to this day. They still do. They still do. Still do southern producers the other day. Yeah, it's ev- it's everywhere, and I just laugh. I don't even get mad. I just laugh. I just be like, wow, it's crazy how that shit works because it's like <laughs> I remember when I first heard that little sound bite that scream. I was like, damn, this shit sounds crazy. Now everyone's using it. People using it for their tag. People using it for everything. You know what I'm saying? But hey, that's just, it is what it is. Well, where is that from? Is that just from that sound kit? <laughs> Oh, nah, I'm going to be completely honest. Got to give respect when it's due. Uh, one, two. See, everybody brought something different to the table. One, two was the first person out of all of us as producers to use that song. He was the first person to use that screen. And then we all started using it after he used it. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to one, two. I ain't forget about you, bro. I know for sure you was the first person to use the screen, bro. Shout out to one, two for that legendary scream. Facts. And then, like, too, like, you get, like, that sound, you know, I can go on and on about that sound, because, like, around, like, that, that was the era when I first, like, because I ain't gonna front, I wanted to be a rapper. You know, um, that, um, uh, Let's Talk About a Beat? Yeah. So, I used to write Let's to Talk that. About Yeah, yeah, and that, 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 let's go. So, like, that was, like, I was writing to that, like, I can't tell you how much bars I wrote over to that as a kid, you know, and then, like, you know... <laughs> But, you know, I realize my shit's whack, you know, like that that's not my call or my call. I know more about rap than anybody. Um, so when it comes to like, you know, like producers and stuff like that, like I noticed like you started stepping away. Like you still produce your own records. I noticed that. But like what made you like want to start releasing your own singles like Alice and Road, one of my favorite records, by the way. Oh, or like oh, by like Blood Angel or Uno. And no problem. So it's records of fire. Um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, what made me want to really start producing my own records? Uh, people was like, look, man, you have to rap. You're good at rapping. You have to rap. My, uh, bro, Will, shout out to Will. He tells me every day, like, you have to rap. And I used to tell him, like, bro, I don't want to rap. I just want to produce. You know what I'm saying? But he's really, he's real motivational. You know what I'm saying? He never smoked in his life. I think Will's like 26, never smoked in his life, never drunk liquor, none of that. You know what I'm saying? Athletic. He's a real, real motivational type of dude. You know what I'm saying? So him, a couple of other people, you know what I'm saying? A couple of females just like, you know what? You're good at rapping. Why don't you rap over your own beats to promote your beats? And I was like, you know, 
because I've been rapping, but now I'm just like, all right, you know what? Maybe all right, I'm gonna just rap over my own production and get my production out there. Because I, I really don't want to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? But you think people would like hear like that's a better chance of people actually hearing your beats? Yes, because I, I could honestly say, well, not to like just the to, to, to toot my own horn. What well, isn't toot my horn? This is being completely honest. Well, yeah, you I, got like, it, man. I, I, I tend to. No, thank you. I appreciate that. But listen, I tend to say a lot of shit that don't nobody like people either scared to say or people just don't say like it's lines that I say that might stick with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It might be a crazy line. It might be some funny shit or whatever. Whatever my personality brings out that day or whatever, how I feel. But I, I, I study my own stuff and I realize I say I, I tend to say stuff people don't say. And if they do say, I just say it a different way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, too. Like, and another thing that grabs me, too, this is the most in, <clears throat> that grabs me and <clears throat> makes me want to listen to the artist, too. Your artwork. What inspired? Yes. So, like, let's get into your artwork, too, for a bit. Um, what inspires my artwork? Yes. Okay, to be completely honest, um, like, like we said in early in the interview, like, Silent Hill, little stuff like that. But to be completely honest, I'm really, like, inspired by women a lot. Like, women in my family, women in my life, a lot. Like, I find beauty. And I look at the woman as, like, a piece of art. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I am. You know what I'm saying? So I use that same type of... I use that same type of thought pattern, and you know what I'm saying? And apply, apply it to my art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because no, I can see that, too. Because, like, with your Exotica uh, first, mi like, mixtapes, and then um, even with your... Um, which one was it? The G Baby record, the one with the PlayStation logo. Yeah, yeah, like you can tell too because like <laughs> I remember seeing on your Instagram uh, some guy asking, "Yo, the sun's fire, but who that girl though?" <laughs> <laughs> Everybody asked that. Uh, shout out the uh, shout out the El Shima from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? She um she allowed me to use her picture as a cover or whatever. And I people, you don't know her. You don't know her. Yeah, I don't know her. I don't hang with her every day, but I contacted her and asked for permission. She said, yeah, so the fuck is the problem? Like, what is wrong? I, I don't understand people, but yeah, that's definitely, I mean, who wouldn't ask? I mean, look how she looks. You know what I'm saying? Because they hate it, that's why. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. I just, I don't, yeah, you might be right, man. You might be right. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually every nine out of ten times. Yeah. So, like, too, like... But yeah, that's... So, with your singles, with your artwork, uh, so, like, you have um, G-Baby, the record Uno, Alice and Road, and then, like, do you have, like, an album coming titled Hell is Empty? Because I noticed that written on the girl's arm. Yes, that's that, that's what I'm coming out with. Um, I don't have any specific date. I will say... What first quarter is like January, or whatever how they call it. Probably like around that time, but I don't like to put it. I don't. I don't want to put a date on it because I'm working every 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 day on this project. You know what I'm saying? To make sure it's as impactful as it need to be. You know what I'm saying? Take your time with it. Yeah, basically take my my time because I know it's a lot of people put out work and it falls on deaf ears. Like it, it, because they rushed it, not because it ain't good. It's because it's rushed music. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to rush my music. So, like, too, like, do you have, like, old beats that, like, from back in the day that you listen to and you rework them? Or do you just be like, do you just, you know, just listen to them? Or you, or you don't like, you know, listening to the past? Um, I love listening to the past. It's letting me know how far I come with my song. But, um, 
I got a couple beats that I tweaked from like back in the day, probably. You know what I'm saying? Still got the work project files and go back and do something different. But not too many of them, but yeah, because I don't have too many, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, a couple of them. So um, you keep updated with the music, like like all the new stuff, like all the new street stuff that's coming out, like the law. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so I got a question like, for you. Like who? Um, so, so like you keep up with like you know like the new locks, the new chic, the new styles, and all that. I'm guessing, right? Uh, oh yeah. Um, doctors, and make this very clear. Uh, as far as lyric wise, I look up the locks. Like the niggas don't even know me, but I look up to them like like, like uncles. You know what I'm saying? They Styles P is my favorite rapper. You know what I'm saying? Styles P is one of my favorite rappers. Rock Marciano is probably like my second. You know what I'm saying? Oh but yeah, Styles yo, P is definitely on a fire. Yeah, rock niggas, niggas don't know about, like, niggas is sleeping on rock. Niggas that don't know about rock need to wake the fuck up, because that nigga is a problem. Like, for real, for real. That but, be uh, yeah. Of course, I was fired. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely keep up, well, uh, I keep up with music that you probably don't even listen to. Like, I know you probably don't even listen to, um, <laughs> let me just throw a name on there, uh, little nigga, like, Lil Pump or something like that. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't, I don't bump that shit. <laughs> See, nah. Look, I I I, I, just, I understand why, but like me, I'm, I'm a music lover and I produce. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I so you I, you I check a, out I, the sounds. Yes, I, but no, 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 no. I enjoy some of it too. Some of it, some of it. Like out of ten songs, I probably like two. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Some, you know what I mean? So like to um, you check out Swizz's new album? <laughs> yeah, I checked out Swizz's new album, man. Um, did you hear that record of uh, Jada? Jada, Styles, and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 at first, when I heard it on my phone, I was like, "Meh, whatever." Then I put on my headphones. I'm like, "Whoa, this is dumb. Like, this is stupid. Like, that track is dumb." You know who? You know who produced that, right? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, I didn't have to look at the credits. I can tell by the snare. I can tell by how it got reverb but on see, the snare. That's what, that's I can tell by how to. That's what I wanted to know. Like, how did you like? I I had to look at the credits to know that I was here, like a rap. Like, but like you, oh, nah. you know by just hearing that signature sound by him. Like, like what did you know yeah. the first time that you knew it was him without looking at the credits? Okay, first of all, Swiss. I follow him on Instagram. I see everything that he produces. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that he's producing nowadays, he's using um up to date equipment. He's not using his motif and his OMPC anymore. And if he is, he's not using it that often. So. I, I know how his sound sound and it's sort of kind of the same pattern. I don't know if you understand the pattern. Um, I mean, I don't. If you understand what I'm talking about. You don't? No. So, so, but we can get into that after about the production too, because that's a topic I wanted uh, to touch on. Okay. Well, basically, I knew it was a rap sound because I think my ear is strange for certain stuff, but I knew because the way his drums hit and Swiss drums don't hit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like not now. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Swiss. That's my that's. My mentor, I don't know that dude, but I look up to him. But oh, you can I, say that's your mentor because that's your 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 student looking up to the teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, like, too. Um, also, too, when you're listening to the new music, do you listen for the melodies? Yes, I love I, I love melodies. I listen to for melodies. I listen to for bass. Everything, but most for the most part, everything sounds the same. To be completely honest. So, like, and then it's funny how, like, we're on this topic, too, but it's a good time to bring this up, too. Um, I don't feel like producers don't get as much interviews as the actual artists because this is this is my theory. And then you can maybe debate me on this, too, because, you know, I'm always uh, I'm always up for a different um, 
uh, what's a word for it? Um, a different opinion. They, they, there's two things these rappers are always going to need. A producer and someone to interview them. Facts. 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 I just wanted to make sure I was I was on the same ball. Nah, you're definitely on the same, you know what I'm saying? Because this is how you get to know the artist, you know what I'm saying? You This is stuff like this will make you like the artist more and make you want to support them more, you know what I'm saying? Because you can actually hear, like, you know, what they're about instead of, like, you know, just within those three minutes. Yeah, and you can actually understand that some people have personality. I'm not all on some dark shit. I'm a very cool person. <laughs> yes. And, like, too, like, then, like... Even, like, with your music, too, like, I noticed, like, a lot of people don't sound the same, like, how they do on, like, the record, and I'm just wondering if you can get into that, because you sound the same. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, you Go, sound Who sounds different to you? Who, who sound different to me? <laughs> okay, yeah. um, let me just get into my playlist real quick right now, because I can't give you a name off the top of the head, but, like, you know when you talk to them, lot, like, in person, and then when you actually hear them, like, because I, I met a few artists in person, or, like, uh... So like Ti, Ti sounds the same in person, but somebody like okay. uh, somebody like a let's say I don't know, say somebody like a Block Boy JB. I know he doesn't sound the same in person when he comes, or like a Travis Scott. Like I don't even know what that dude sounds like in person. In person. <laughs> so like too, I'm just, um, what do you, what do you think when like people can't tell your sound? Apart from the other, because you're a producer, and I, I wanted to hear your, your particular sound. Like, do you like when somebody uses auto tune, or that's not like, you know, your lane with it? I mean, um, as far over my production, yes. Um, if if it sounds good, I'm with it. You know, sometimes auto tune gets overused, but sometimes it can be used just right. You know what I'm saying? It depends, but as far as like. <sighs> Hearing that over and over in my production, I'm, I'm not gonna hold lie to you. I'm, I'm, I'm not with that. I don't, I, if it works, it works. But I don't. Not over and over, nah. But if it works, do what you gotta do. If it sound good. I'm with whatever sounds good. So when with your producing, like when you're producing a record, like what's your mentality on that? <laughs> I'm glad you asked this because I've been waiting to explain this to people forever. Like, um. Everybody can influence this understanding. Um, most of the time, I make records, I'll be pissed off. Like, if I'm, because everybody goes through different emotions, you know what I'm saying? And when people come hang out with me, they always, like, I'm a good person to be around. I've been told just because I got good energy, you know what I'm saying? Well, people don't understand how to handle that energy that I have, the negative energy, all the shit that I'm, like, my anger and all of that, I channel that into production. And this is why you might have it sound like somebody's actually getting their skin fucking pilled in the background on my beat or some shit like that because that's how I was feeling at the moment. That's what I wanted to do to someone. You know what I'm saying? And then when it's all done and then the, the or the beat it comes out how it comes out, it's like a, a feel of satisfaction. It's like, ah, what the fuck was I mad at? Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like therapy for me. Um, so I just had to... And we're back for part two, so just so you know, because, you know, there's going to be a long interview. We're going to do shit different. Um, we were talking about your production and what inspires that, too, because you got into, like, you know, when your anger and when you take it out on a beat. And I just want to I just want to know um, when you're making your beat, like, 
do you sit with it or like do you like as soon as when you make it you make it all in one go um i probably it depends i'll probably make a beat sit with it i'll probably make a beat sit with it you know what i mean give it i probably won't listen to it for like a day just dog i have fresh ears next time i hear it and know if i need to add something or if i need to take something out because if I sit there and listen to it over and over and over, it's just gonna play in my head all day. You know what I'm saying? So I just go into the next beat. So it depends on the actual track. You know what I'm saying? So like you mix and master everything too, right? Um yeah. So like when I was getting so when you're making your beats, like what what equipment do you use? Like do you use keyboards? Because like I said, like you may have to explain a few things to me about producing, and that'd be a good thing because a lot of people they don't know about producing. So like what what equipment do you use? I use uh, Kai um, keyboard. I use Reason and I use FL Studio. That's it. Okay, so you're so you, so you don't have like. A crazy like amount of NPCs lying around. You like you keep it pretty simple mm, when it comes to your sound. I don't even. I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't even like using the NPC. I tried it, but I don't like the feel of it. I don't like. It. I like being a program. My sounds how I can on FL Studio. Like you know what I'm saying. So with your producing and all too, like what inspires? Like you said, Swizz is one of your. You know, like one of your mentors and teachers. Like. uh you don't know him personally, but you know you look up. Um, uh, like who else do you like? Like when it comes to producing, Pharrell, Kanye, um, who else? Just Blaze. Uh, shit. Fire is like the ghost to me in my eyes. Um, it's, it's so many. I, it's, it's so many great producers. I don't know who one out. Um, but who inspires me the most besides the ones I just named? Um. Yeah, I, I will have to say those guys. But as far as new ones, I like Ill Mind. I like Ill Mind a lot. Uh, Knife Wonder is stupid. Yes, sir. Um, who else? Say Crisis, but he he falls under that same umbrella as Knife Wonder. Um, a lot, man. I'm so, oh, Timbaland, of course. Um, I'm sorry, I'm I'm a lot of fuck. I ain't Timbaland. Um, yeah, it's a lot, man. So it's a lot. Would you have? Would you ever like do like another? Like, would you ever form like another super group of producers and call them something different, or would you? Are you um, focusing like on your sound right now? Um, I'm focusing on my sound right now, but I still work with the zombies. Like, they ain't going nowhere. They just doing. I don't. Uh, one who's still making music. YH is still making music, doing what he does, does or whatever. But like, nah, I went through that. I would just focus on my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Get to where I gotta get, and then we could get the team. Back to where, you know what I'm saying? We need to be. So everyone just basically doing their own thing at the moment right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be to be honest, I know I say this a lot, but to be, to be honest, like, uh, everybody just basically wants to see what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Not to put it like that, but if I kind of am leading this, if you, if you understand what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so then I'm just working on Corey Nimmer bring building in the Korean Enigma brand and everything else at a fun place. So, did you used to go buy as Corey Hooks before you actually made a Korean Enigma? Oh, nah. That was, that's my actual government. So, that's probably what you've seen on Facebook. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs>
Nah, you could. I was just gonna say, I was like, damn, Corey Hux. I was like, I wonder if this guy sent a lot of Hux back in the day, too. Nah, that's my real last name. <laughs> oh, well, like I said, hey, that's good for a last name, though. <laughs> it's alright. It's better than mine. Mine's pronto. Like, mine, like my shit's like, hey, pronto, you gotta come now. It's like, hey, shut up. I'm on the way. <laughs> be here pronto pronto yeah but i'm always early so you know you know me you know i gotta i gotta see that gotta see the people early <laughs> you're a funny dude bro <laughs> oh thanks man i appreciate that everyone tells me you know i'm funny and stuff like that you know i just just who i am hey man so, be you man uh so um you gotta be me man i can't be fake man that's that's what makes, that that's what makes this show like authentic you know we keep it 100 on this show we gotta keep it real so that's exactly what i'm gonna do oh yeah no you've been keeping it real for like almost an hour and a half no well we're just coming up to an hour now not an hour and a half you know it's crazy though this is a good interview because it don't even feel like an hour at all sorry say that what the last part again I said this is a great interview, you know what I'm saying? Because this didn't feel this doesn't it doesn't feel like an hour at all. Oh yeah, no, that's because it's good because it's the it's all about you know connecting and vibing with people and understanding like their general fans of their music. Like yo, I know people for years who haven't even like posted my stuff on their uh, on their page, and I just seen like you posted my stuff like on your Instagram and you take my. I don't even know how you found my old Twitter, but that. That's my old Twitter, but I was like, when I seen that, I was like, all right, dude, I gotta, I gotta give this guy like an interview. And then when I started doing my research, it's just like, it's funny how everything comes together because if it wasn't for BA Bad liking my post about uh, looking for artists to interview, this would have never have happened. I know, that's crazy. Shout out to BA. See you, my guy. See you, my guy. <laughs> you see you working that core craft shit, lost out coming soon? What happened? I said no. I said we see you coming with the core craft and the lost art coming. Oh yeah, through. yeah, yep, definitely go peek, go check out that core craft video. I'm in there, you know, getting high as a bitch. That shit is lit. <laughs> go peep that. Shout out to BA Bad. Shout out to Syracuse. You know what I'm saying? EBE, let's go. So too, like, because um, I love learning about different hip hop scenes and in, uh, in different different parts of the USA. And I'm just like, you know, I ain't gonna front because I keep it 100. I I got into. Mm -hmm. uh, West Side Gun and Conway through uh, Combat Jack. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with Combat Jack. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. Yes, sir. That's one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. Yeah, man. So, like, um, I noticed that there's a lot of dope artists that are from that city, and they don't get the recognition that, like, they deserve. Like, I just noticed, like, you're all from Buffalo, and I can't believe no one, like, you guys ain't, like, signed. Like, you're all independent still, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I'm surprised. Like, have you guys have have you guys had offers from like? Uh, oh yeah, we had uh, me specifically. I have a lot of offers, but man, those offers were all not what the hell I was dying to hear or what I wanted. It's like something what completely I wanted, different, right? Yeah, some 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 other shit, man. <laughs> so, like, to would you ever uh, sign with a major label if somebody came to you with a good deal? Yeah, but see, the thing is, they will have to let me be creative. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it isn't about the money. Who doesn't love money? I love money. Money, you know what I'm saying? Who lo I love money. But it's like, if you can let me be creative and, and not do what I want and just run wild, but like, just let me have the creative control most of it, then yeah, I will definitely sign with a major. So, like, um, because you guys are from Buffalo, like, were you guys early on Conway and West Side Gun? Because I love hearing yeah, I, like this. Yeah, see, when I was listening, I, I really didn't listen to them every day, but, like, 
his name was Cannon when I heard him, um, Conway. You know what I'm saying? And I heard him. And I'm like, yeah, this nigga retarded. Singer from the city. You know what I'm saying? And um, I eventually heard about, I knew about West Side Gun, but he was just like the dude next to him to me because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really pay, I'd be minding my business a lot, so I yeah. didn't know what was going on. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Conway's retarded me. He been retarded before his name was Conway. Yeah, because he's dead. But yeah, because like, I noticed, because I always like to, this is my thing, I always like to find artists, old stuff, before, like, people started to know him on a bigger level. And I noticed, like, he had, like, a, was it called Segate or Segate or something like that? Segate? Yeah, was that what it was called? Uh, him, his song? No, it was, like, a record label. Because before Gazelle, it was named something else. Oh, um, I, I really don't know, man. I, I wish I was, uh, I wish I did tell you, but I really don't know. Oh, okay, well, at least you keep it 100. So, like, when it comes to yeah. hip-hop scene in uh, Syracuse, like, what's it like? Oh, in Syracuse, I mean, I've been in Syracuse on some trip shit from Buffalo, so I wouldn't know. But, um, B.A. will have to tell you about that. But, I'm, it, 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 but I know a couple of people from Syracuse, and oh, I, I, okay. I feel how about like... The, how about the town you're in, then? How about what? The city you're in, like, the hip-hop scene there. And Buffalo? Yes. Um, it's... You know, I'm keeping it hundred. You said keeping it hundred. It's it's wissy washy because everybody's scrambling right now because everybody out here, you know, chasing that sound, trying to get in the mix. You know, which the sound was the trap sound, and then you got your West Side Gun and Conway. You know, their sound is like, you know, on some East Coast shit. So now everybody, everybody's like running back to the East Coast sound, but they're not doing as good as they are. You know what I'm saying? So it's now it's looking real confused. It's like. I don't know, like, we have open, yeah, like, we have open mics and shit here, but, like, for the most part, it's, like, it's, it, it, it's competition, but it ain't a good competition, it's, like, man, yeah, he nice, but my man Joe Blow from down the street rap, so fuck him, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so, like, every man for himself out there, basically, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it might seem, it might not seem, uh, people might try to act like it's not, but I, I'm, I'm gonna just give you tools, just give it to you flat out, that's how, exactly how it is, but, like, too, like, you know, like, you just never know if you don't give up. You never know what you're going to do. Like, look, yeah. at that. look what happened if Debbie signed to Eminem. Yeah, exactly. And that shit, and then it's certain people, you know what I'm saying, in this city, and I'm like, man, I'm listening to that, that, that Conway shit. All right. And he's going to be like, who's Conway? Like, what? Like, yeah, like, you don't know that this man is, he's from this city, and you don't know that he's, like, got, got signed. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need to wake the fuck up. Like, you don't understand, you wake up listening to Future all day, that's cool. Future is cool, don't get me wrong. But it's a lot more music in the world than just Future and, 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 and JB the Black Boy and them, them type of things. Yeah, like, come on, man. Shout out to Lil Pump, dude. I fuck a couple of his songs. But other than that, like, yeah. Everybody's just like, they, in Buffalo, New York people, most for the most part, like, they're going to take what's being put in front of them. Nobody, you know how you, you, you search for your music. You know what I'm saying? You, you go out your way to, to find dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not the thing here. Like, people, a lot of people don't do that. There's a few, but there's not a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because there's a lot of dope artists out there, like, um, like, in the music in the industry in general, like, that don't, like, like, the deals, like, I'm just trying to think of somebody who I can use, like, like that TK kid, he fucked up his deal, and you know how much people are dying to, like, get that deal when he's at? And he's over here fucking up his deal more yeah. in prison. Yeah. 
Yeah, but would he have gotten that deal if he didn't do all that shit, you know what I'm saying, in the first place? I mean, like, you be, uh, I don't know, you got a point on that, think of it from that standpoint. I'm just trying to, I, I, I just trying to think of an artist off the top of the head right now, just like, uh, like, you know, just somebody who I don't bump, because, like, I, because I, I listen to a lot of old rappers, a lot of old rappers. When people, like, you know, so you're my age, too. So, so you you always get a load of the mm-hmm. older older heads. Do I get a load of them? Like, what you mean, like? No, no, no. Along with them. Oh, along with them. Yeah. As far as like in my city. Well, no, just in general. Like, were you always like? Did you always vibe with older people more? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, older people respect me because you know what I'm saying. Uh, um. Basically, I'll come off, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, I hung with my older cousins. Like, they allowed me to be around them because I'm, I was obviously mature enough to, you know what I'm saying, be around them. So, yeah, I, 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 I rock with the elderly, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say old, but I rock with the elderly people, man. Because if it wasn't for, especially in the hip-hop world, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't, they, they opened the door for a lot of us, you know what I'm saying? So, people need to show fucking respect to the people that came before you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I see a lot of that shit, like, people just walking all over them. It's like, yo, that's not what you're supposed to do. Nah, hell nah. I respect all the people that came for me. Yeah. Rakim's, all of them. Like, Coogee raps, all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I found, I, I, I find myself listening to their music today even more now because, like, I can understand it. When their music was out back then, I was a little kid. I really wasn't. That shit didn't resonate. I wasn't really, like, you know what I'm saying? Right now, it's something different. Because you're coming up to, like, you know, where you're at a point in your life where, you know, you understand what what these people were talking about. And, like, these people were talking about yep. it back then. Exactly. So, um, you got any plans on, like, releasing Hell is Empty, like, like in a special way? Like, how you see, like, would, like, would you ever do, like, a website-only release? Or do you want to just, like, straight-up release it oh. to iTunes and everywhere, like, when, when it... When it's no, see, that's enough. That's funny that you... St- that's funny that you say that because um, that's another thing that's, like, why it's been postponed because I'm thinking... I'm, I got... I, I don't want to say it. I'm sorry. I don't want to say it on your show, but I have a way that I'm releasing it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be kind of different. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get put it out there. Right no, now, that's but good. Yeah, no, 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 that's funny. good. We don't want to have people copying your things. Yeah, yeah, people tend to do that, but um, yeah, and I, I'm saying this now, if I see anybody else with the PlayStation thing for their cover, I know where you got that from, you got that from me, but nah, um, I ain't seen that nowhere yeah. else but you, exactly, he, he co-signing it, low co-signing it, so anybody who take that, y'all know where y'all got that from, and I've been seeing a couple of people do it, I'm not gonna put you on there, man, you put you out there, I mean, you know what I'm saying, but, yeah, I got a couple of um, I got a couple of ideas, but I don't want to put it on the table yet. But it's funny that you say that because, yeah, definitely though. Okay, well that's good. and that's good too because like you shouldn't let always you shouldn't let people know your next move. It's like chess. Yeah, facts. I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so like too like um, lessons that you learned. Like, do you still take like certain techniques from back in the day? when you first started the zombies to now that you still use to this day, like the mentality, or has it changed? 
Um, it's changed because I was more like open arms, like, hey man, he's he got something with him, man. He's 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 he can be something can be done with him. You know what I'm saying? And then they eventually end up showing me that they're a fucked up person. You know what I'm saying? So I I think only thing that changed with me from then till now is that like I'm not too welcoming anymore. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. I don't, I'm not trying to dismiss everything that comes my way, but I'm not too welcoming. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to check uh, and do my research on shit before I eventually just be like, oh, he's nice. That's all that matters. He, no, I don't do that no more. It's like what uh, uh, one of my guests said, uh, Kid Crooked. He's like, uh, you never know who's watching, who's checking you out, and who's willing to give you an opportunity, but they're just watching you just to see how you act. Wait, you had, you had, uh, can I it? Yeah, you, um, so I'm gonna flex for a bit. Sorry about that. So uh, I had a good time. <laughs> oh no, no, let me, let me hold, on. let me help you flex, man. That's big, bro. Yeah, man, I got. Uh, he was my. That's what's up? So I'm gonna tell you a story that that forever changed my life. So on August fourth, two thousand eighteen, um, Raz Kaz replied to my email, and he's like, "Yo, you okay. want that interview for your podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, for sure." And right after I uploaded that Razkaz interview, I tagged Crooked Iron and literally five minutes after, Crooked's like, you still want that interview, kid? I'm free today. And I interviewed those two guys in the same day. And then from there wow. on, it's just like, it, man, it's crazy. Like, uh, on last Sunday, I interviewed the legendary Buckshot. Buckshot S. Yo, rest in peace, Sean Price. Now, hold on. Hold on, Lo. Now, remember how we were just talking about how when you get older, you find a better appreciation for music, right? Yes. For um, older Listen, I want to say, like, uh, I'm mad as hell that I ain't listening to Sean Price back in the day when I was younger. But I listened to that man every other day, bro. Sean Price, I fuck with Sean Price. Man. And I had to really go back and really look and see how much, like, duck down, like, Actually, did yeah, like, yeah, like he said in like, yo yo even... Buckshot when he said in my interview that I aired on Tuesday, he said that you know the reason why Duck Down works is because they seen the whole industry, the entire way on how it works, and he said a lot of artists that they're involved with, a lot of people don't know because they're quiet about it. The public don't need to know, but they're they're out there. Yeah, yeah, it's a fact, man. Definitely is, but I, I, it's just crazy because I, I didn't really get a chance to enjoy the music as a, like a kid, but right now, that shit, yeah. like, it's crazy. Yeah, because like same here, because like I said, we were just kids, and then when we go back and listen, it's like, yo, I can't believe I fucking missed this. <laughs> and then like too, I also yeah. had like uh, Math Hoffer, Petey Crack on my show. Uh, who else did I have on this show? Uh, shout out Math, shout out Petey Crack. Um. Matt, uh, hey, shout! Oh, go ahead. Hold on, no, I'm about to say shout out to the whole battle rap community because they fuck with me. They fuck with Corey. Nigga. Shout out Averb. Shout out Hitman Holler. Shout out Charlie Clips. See, see that song you got produced with Averb and Hitman Holler. Yeah, the Scooby Scooby Doo joint. Oh yeah. Um, shout out Miss Hustle. Who else? Um, there's a couple other more that fuck. Shout out Holler. Shout out Hand Ice. Yeah, yeah, Hollow. I shout out Hollow. I mean, he ain't rapping on my beats. I'm naming people who fuck with my production. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's a lot of them, man. They rock with me, man. But it's like, I don't know. I got, I just got to shake and move with them more. I got to get more into that because I want to do more work with them. Because they try to, people try to say battle rappers can't make music. A couple of them can. That, that's fact. Fact. So, like, too, um, 
when you're like making your beats, do do you like like say let's say like when you're making your beat like not for yourself, do you make it for a certain artist in mind, or you just be like, yeah, I'm gonna go into this with this mentality. It de- okay, so it depends on the process. Um, if I start to beat out for whatever, um, I can't hear myself really because I call it. I, I, it's certain symbols that I love. You know what I'm saying? That I feel like I, I sound the best over. If it really isn't my tempo, then I'll just keep creating it and put it in a cup for somebody. But as far as like most of the time, I go making beats, making for me. To be honest, though, I'm gonna be completely honest, especially now. So like. If people rock with them or they want them, I definitely shoot them to them, whatever. But yeah, I go in and making beats basically for me. Okay, and then too, like um, the reason I asked that question is like, do you, like, because I believe you can speak things into existence. I'm just wondering, like, who would you want to work with in the future? <sighs> That's a lot of people, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, I one person I can think of now is like. Cause I just listened to shit shit recently. Um, Anderson Pack, you know what that is? Yes, sir. I've been bumping tense. Yeah, yes, sir. That's my, that's my nigga, man. Um, Anderson Pack. Uh, oh, Night Wonder. I'm gonna do some. Uh, uh, who else? Man, shit. A lot, a lot of people, man. A lot of people. Shit. Of course, Rock Marciano, man. Definitely rock. Um, Any of like the newer artists? Uh, man, <laughs> the newer artists. Oh, Trippy Red. I, I don't know if you know who Trippy Red is, but he's I, definitely. I heard of them, but I ain't getting into it. Like I said, I listen. Like I don't listen to this new age. I I like that bar shit, like Grog Marciano, Westside, Flea Lord, Primo J. Yeah, yeah, them them niggas hot too. I just heard some of their music. Shout out to um, shout out to Sun Tzu too, man. I don't know where that guy's from or what he. I don't know where he's from, but he uploads a whole bunch of um underground hip hop music, and that's how I come across a lot of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? He uploaded Irish stuff. Shout out to him. Yes, sir. That's when I seen that. I was like, oh shit, Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu, uploaded one of your records. I was like, oh shit, this shit's fire. Yeah. That's how I actually found that record too. Where? Um, See. Shout out to you, Sun Tzu, man. I don't know who you are, where you at, bro, but shout out to you, bro. <laughs> and I just showed you, you just, you know, because I'm all the way in Canada, man, and, like, you know, like, your music's, like, like I said, it's just funny how, like, how one person can just put me on to, like, a whole different movement. Yeah, man, but it was meant to happen, man. That's how the universe works, bro. You know, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, it was meant to happen, bro. So... And crazy... Go ahead, say what you to say. I about to say the craziest thing is, is like I I come to Canada, I mean Toronto, but you uh, you say you never been in Toronto. Yeah. Gotta go there one day, man. We can up, bro. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I hit you up when I'm down there, and then we do maybe a live interview, and work something out down there. Yes, yes, sir. Um. Also, too. Um. Do you do you, like? Do you watch a lot of documentaries? Like, are you woke? Um. Um. Yeah, I do. I do, but I'm not really into them. You know, it'd be more people around me that's into stuff like that. And another thing is, I, I'm not a big movie person, which is kind of like, I feel like I, it, it not hurts me, but it helped me to watch more movies. Like, I still see, man, I still ain't see, uh, what's it called? Get Out? I still ain't see Get Out. Oh, bro, you, I gotta, still bro, you see- got it. Bro, I was telling you, they're doing that to Kanye. I'm not even lying. You got to watch that shit. 
everybody says that. Like, you, my mother, everyone tells me that. I still haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, man. I still haven't seen Black Panther, bro. I haven't seen that either, but I, your people have been slacking on me for that one too, B. Yeah, man. I'm no. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a watch him, but I don't. I just don't know when. Well, the reason I asked um, is because, like, um, I'm wondering, like, would you ever sample, like, like quotes from the silent? Like, I ain't gonna front. That Silent Hill movie was trash, but it did have some good lines in it. And what movie? Like, you know how they made a movie of Silent Hill? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, would you ever, like, in the future, because, like, you know, your Dreamcast, that's my favorite project from you, by the way, that Dreamcast EP. Mm-hmm. Um, would you ever sample, like, old quotes from a video game or from, like, an old video <laughs> game movie into yourself? You know what's crazy? I've, I've done it many times. Like, it's this beat that, um, I forgot which one of those exoticas. It's this beat called WTF, like, what the fuck? And I sample, um, the lady from Silent Hill, the cop, the movie, the cop, when she was, um, realizing she was lost with the good lady, she was like, um, what the fuck is going on? And I took that little clip and put that into a beat. I, I do that a lot, bro. So, like, too, like, um, where, when you, like, sample certain video game sounds like what what's like a video game like what's a couple of video games that you love to sample let's say okay now i'm gonna say this but you know i don't want no you know i'm gonna say it. i want to say it but i don't but i'm gonna say it. um this is game for dream for dreamcast called shishimu i don't know if you're oh, familiar with that game yo yes yes yeah playstation 4 yeah but it can't Dreamcast Yeah, because I remember I had one and two for the Dreamcast. That's crazy on that shit. Yeah, okay, I know Shenmue. Yeah, I sam- I didn't sample every I listen to that soundtrack every other day. Like that soundtrack is dope, but yeah, I, that um shit, anything that's dope, man. Uh, what about Fuck uh Jack Grind Radio? Jack Grind you know what? Uh I had that game, but I never I never really paid attention to the music on there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I might have to go and look at the soundtrack and see what's up, man. Yeah, because it had, <laughs> it had like Jurassic Five on that. That's like one of the artists I can remember from that. Oh, okay. Um, too. Um, so yeah. Uh, was it like we big like on the Dreamcast like and stuff like that? My favorite system, man. Oh, that was my favorite system. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's one of my. Oh shit, that's one of my top three systems right there. Word, yo, like that system, ah, man. When I first got that system, I lost my motherfucking mind, man. I really did. Like, I, I still to this day, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking for a Dreamcast. You know what I'm saying? Did you play? Uh, did you try to online when that first came out and everything? Yeah, uh, with the uh, dial-up or some shit like that. <laughs> Was it dial-up? Yeah, you actually had to plug it into the phone jack. Yeah, yeah. So like, I used to play uh, Unreal Tournament on that shit. Oh, yeah, yo, I remember that shit. That shit was crazy. That shit was before its time. Same with Shenmue. Yeah, man. That game was way yeah, before that, its time. That, that game is fire. If you never heard of that game, go look it up. Yeah, yo. Fire. Yeah, you, if you're a gamer or even if you're not, yo, that, that game is legendary. Facts. And if you got a newer PS4, they just re-released it for that system, so cop that up. They were, I thought they was um, waiting on a, like a, uh, a third one. I didn't know it came out yet. So they re-released one and two for the PlayStation Four because oh. the, thir- the third one's coming out uh, this, uh, next year, I think. 
Okay, they remastered it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. So uh, okay, another game too. Um, hold on, because uh, we can end, get in after I say this. Another game oh, that that like I, I wouldn't say influence uh, me productive wise or rapper wise, but it just played a big part of my life. You know what I'm saying? For rapper to rapper for PlayStation, I got it tatted on my arm. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that knows me know what that game means to me. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I'm saying I just had to throw that in. There. Let's stay on this topic because uh, actually uh, that's on. Uh, that's on that girl. It's on, is that tattooed on that girl in the G Baby uh, yeah. single? Yeah. Yeah, because I was just gonna say. So when you were playing that game, like, did like did you play the second one or the first one or both of them? The first one. So like you were on. So that you were like what eight nine when that came out. Seven eight yep. So like when you're like playing that, um, because I was like Super Nintendo when that came out. What was like? Uh, what were your thoughts of that game? I was like, yo, they came out with a game about rapping and it's dope. Like, yo, this is crazy. I saw a little commercial for it. I forgot where I seen it. At. I told my mom about it. I had it about a week later, and I didn't go outside for like a month and a half. Like, I came straight home from school, yo, for real, and went straight to that, that game. You know what I'm saying? That game, uh, that, I got a lot of memories with that game, man. <laughs> but see, that's what I see. Like that's what I mean. Like cause I, I used to I, I game a lot, and that's what drew me to your sound was like. I can tell certain sounds and like certain games you used to play. Like that's why when I first like started when I said uh, Resident Evil, and then you said you're know, more more of a Silent Hill type fan. I was like. <laughs> Well, at least that was close, but you know, like that's you know, it's still in the, almost in the same lane, but it's you know, different storylines. Yeah, crazier storyline. Shout out to Resident Evil, though. I ain't bullshit on Resident Evil. Shout out to Resident Evil. We need that Silent Hill remake, though. Yeah, we definitely need that Silent Hill remake ASAP. You know, they got the um, what's the shit called? PT or some shit like that. Or that actually, they, 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 they took that down. You can't even download that anymore. If you got a PlayStation yeah, Four with that on, that shit's worth like a thousand bucks. But you want to hear something crazy though? You know where they got that whole idea from? Uh, no. The, like the first person Silent Hill. You know where they got that from? Where? This game called Alice and Road. Ah. Oh. And see. <laughs> See, and that's what drew me to that. That's what drew me to that song by yours. Because I was like, I wonder if he got inspiration from that game. Yeah, yeah, because that's where everybody got their first person fucking horror games that's coming out now. Like, they got the idea from the dude who created that. He created it by himself, I heard. I forget his name, but he created it by himself. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you're visionary, too. Uh, yes. Do you think that, because I'm going to be up front, like, we're ahead of our time. You were ahead of your time before me, though. Do you think that it's a good thing to be ahead of your time? It's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing, but sometimes it sucks when people realize, like, yo, you were ahead of your time. Like, oh, duh, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I still am ahead of my time. You know what I'm saying? But, like, man, I, yeah, it, it depends. It depends. So, like, um, too, this is a question I ask all of my guests, and, um, you know, I think, you know, it would be a good answer to get from you, from your perspective, you know, because we're, we're from the same era. Um, do you have any words for a person in a dark place trying to see the light? Um, me, personally, I'm going to tell you the truth. Embrace the dark. That's what I do. Embrace the darkness. You know why? 
because it's like that's part of you. This is that's where you come from. If you're from the dark, embrace it. Don't let nobody tell you different. Don't be ashamed. None of that. Embrace the darkness. You know what I'm saying? You eventually find your way to the light. If you have to embrace your darkness. Well, man, because like you never know. Sometimes like finding your darkness can find, can be your brightest path later on in life. Exactly. Well, like you said, we did things a little bit different on this episode uh, from the Desk of Low, but I want to thank Corey Enigma for breaking everything hey, down. Hey, hey. I appreciate that. We uh, This is uh, the first interview that we went past the hour mark, so uh, yeah, let it be known that uh, Corey Enigma was the first guy to go past the hour hey, mark on this show. We're making history, baby. You know, you got anything else you want to say, G? Um, shit, hell is empty. You know what I'm saying? Coming out. Soon, very, very soon. All my people that say, hey, ain't never coming out. Don't do me like that. You know it's coming out. Um, shout out B.A. Bad. Shout out Sparks. Shout out Will. Shout out Brooks. Shout out everybody, man. Everybody that rock with me, man. Everybody. All right, man. With Dad from the episode, shout out to B.A. Bad. Because without you, man, this would have never happened. Yep. Hey, with Dad, salute from the desk below featured Corey Enigma. Hell is empty. The fucking enigma. <laughs>